This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Four, strap it down. Three, flip it over. Two, calibrating for fun. Blast off. Welcome to the Dan Fogler 40 Experience Podcast. Get ready. Oh, brother. I was running because I heard your oh, yeah. voice. <sighs> yeah, you don't have to run. No, I did. Listen, how are you, how are you doing? Listen, I'm not in. I'm not in as good shape as you are. You understand? Yeah, but I, I think about. Listen, <laughs> I had to get in some decent shape. I had to, otherwise I would have gotten hurt. Otherwise, I couldn't have done the fighting. And then I don't know why the point of the movie is. I mean, you know. I mean, I guess if somebody had begged me to make an action movie, I might have said yes, just out of a novelty of it. But I wanted to make this and I wanted to learn about it and learn. I mean, part of the whole thing was to, I mean, part of the motivation was to do something I'd never done and to learn, you know, push myself physically and mentally and spiritually and, uh, and, and, and do things that are just outside of my comfort zone. And part of it was to do the fighting. I mean, I love those early Jackie Chan films and he does all his own fighting. Yeah. And um, I told uh, an actor who you'd know, I was training and he was like, why are you doing that? And I go, you know, to do the movie. And he goes, you don't need to do, you don't need to do any of the fighting. You can have a stuntman will do it for you. Mm. And I was like, I guess you could, but that's not quite the project I thought I was eager to make you know anyway I got in good I got in good shape I did I mean it's not a muscle thing though you know like the superhero movies where they get you bulked up it's not <laughs> yeah. that I I do I, I'm in really good shape but it's I'm not like bulked up I just can I just have uh, I'm just a lot stronger and I can do these fight moves and I've kept it up. You know, I was at the gym uh, two days ago and I was today, I mean, I work out every day, but I, I even go to the stunt gym still uh, at least once a week, just, just because I like working out there. The guy who trained me for this movie, Daniel Bernhardt, one of the great stunt actors of our generation, maybe the greatest you've seen him in atomic blonde. He mm. fought Charlize Theron in that, Oh, I love that and that scene. knockdown oh. drag out scene that was Daniel so and Charlize. He trained me for two and a half years and got me so I could do the fighting that you saw. You saw the movie, huh? I did. I did. I watched it today. Bloody. 
it's my kind of movie, man. Oh, I mean, yeah? I would, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love to... I would love to make a movie like this. It's the... Um, it no, it's nobody, okay, for everyone watching. It's the classic um, samurai puts up his sword, just pay, has paid his dues and wants to just have a life and, you know, just have a family. And he's pulled back into it, you know. Well, is he? Because he reacts, you know, obviously he's provoked. But he also could choose not <laughs> yeah. to. He could choose not to. And then I don't want to give away it, the movie, but it's because he reacts willingly, willfully, uh, that he causes a great deal more uh, danger to come upon his family. So the tiger really, can't change his stripes you know the tiger can't he changes stripes you know he can the wolf can act like a sheep for a while but he's a but wolf it's not easy it's not easy yeah. and yeah. and you know uh Ilya Neischuler, who directed it and directed the movie hardcore henry he said uh to me, oh, yeah. his mind it's a movie about addiction about a guy who was addicted to violence and, and fighting and then he got away from it but didn't have the help of any no therapy no 12-step program, no help at all. Just, I'm going to compartmentalize it. I'm going to walk away from that. And then you, it's very hard to do that. And in, the, in our case, our, the character can't do it. And he, he, he cuts loose. And, uh, and then all hell breaks, breaks loose. Hey, um, it's, you, know, you could do what I do in this movie. You're very nimble. Uh, I saw you on Broadway. And you do have good physicality. Um, and while it's true that I trained a lot and, you know, a lot of it was about endurance, um, but it's also about <clears throat> the basic moves that you need for the screen fighting that 8711 uh, excels in. And they do Deadpool and John Wick and uh, everything. Uh, they've done every great action movie of the last 20 years, 25 years. Um, it's a stunt group. Um, David Leach and Chad Stahelski started it. And uh, everything that you've loved in features that's action oriented, that's been great, outstanding, is probably originated at 8711. So they would just train you, Dan. You're in good mm -hmm. shape still, right? No broken knees, no, no messed up knees or anything. As long no, as you got you know, knees and hips and your heart isn't going to give out, then right. you just put in the hours. I just put in the hours. I just, I just went three times a week for three, four hours a time. And I just, I had, I knew I had to do these movements thousands of times and uh, it's neat. And then once you get to it, it's a choreography and then you learn it and you practice it. And the guys are really good. The people that you're working opposite, all the stunt people, that's all they do all day. You go to this gym, Dan, and there's not, not during COVID times, not during COVID times, because it's very controlled now. But when it's not, when there's not a pandemic, yeah, there's, you know, 20 people, maybe 30 people. Some people are engaged in prepping a movie scene for a movie. 
then some people are taking lessons and <clears throat> some people are just sitting around talking. And then I'll be over there with Daniel training or somebody, you know, Keanu was there. Uh, Jason Statham was there. Uh, who else came by? Um, oh. I love this stuff, man. You know, and, I, and they're just, yeah. they're just hanging out all day these stunt people who you see in every movie, they, they recur. And <clears throat> if they're planning a fight sequence, they might go, Hey, we need two people. You guys available. Can you come over and help us? They'll just pop up and join in on this preparation for a scene from a movie. And then of course, you know, oftentimes you get flown out to wherever that scene is going to actually be shot. And so they're just, <clears throat> it's just a, group uh, a loosely affiliated group of pros that hang out talk about stunts do them practice them show each other things you'll see two guys off in the corner and they'll be like showing each other some really complicated hard thing that one of them saw in a movie or they'll take out a video a, a computer and watch a youtube of bruce lee or or something weird from some show some korean movie you never heard of and they'll be trying it out it's just like a it's an amazing uh club of people that i got to be around and uh hopefully i earned i know i earned their respect because of the hours i put in um but believe me i was a fucking joke hardest part was the first eight months yeah and i just looked like shit and i knew it <laughs> And there's mirrors. There's mirrors. The whole wall is mirrors, right? Yeah. So you're watching yourself suck all day. <laughs> and meanwhile, everyone around you is re the best in the world. Right. And you just, you're like, what am I doing? I'll never get there. I'll never get there. Wow. But, but the thing is, Dan, you also know, how often do movies actually get made? They, they, they always fall apart, right? The, the the deal always falls apart. So I'm yeah. training, going, this is cool, doing something I never thought I would do, yeah. really hard. I'm getting in better shape. That's good. This movie's there's not. This is gonna fall apart when they're gonna tell me stop showing up. And I'll get what I get out of it. You know what I mean? Sometimes those are the best things where you're just like, you know what? I'm here for the love of the game. You know, I'm just here to to learn, I'm just here to enjoy it and be in the moment and 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 whatever happens, whatever, you know, happens. I would love Ooh. to see you do something like this and and you I could do it because you, and I know, you know, early in your career, you probably heard Chris Farley's name a lot and Chris was a close friend of mine and you both are men of some stature who have movement who have a fluidity and a, a, and a grace to your movement. And that would help you uh, greatly. You could do this really well. Yeah, I, um, I love this stuff. I, I've always loved, I mean, I, Belushi, you know, Farley. Um, I love uh, the physical comedy and it's, and it's nice to have padding, you know. But, um, and I do all that stuff in the Fantastic Beasts movies. Yeah. But, but if I did the movie that you did, I would just be sitting at home right now, just watching the fight scenes over and over again, just being like, holy shit, did you see that? Did you see me do that? I would just be fucking, 
Okay. Okay. So I am a little like that. Now like, yet? How many, yeah, how many oh, times yeah. have you seen it? How many oh, times have you seen it? Yeah. Listen, man, the most fun I've had since being in a comedy writer's room was making that bus fight. Oh, I was going to ask you. It was so much fun because it, it's oh. a group. You've choreographed it, but you have to make changes because you show up on set. It's 2 a.m. You're running out of time. There has to be a change. You know, you truncate the fight or alter a move or something just doesn't look great. Something that you've been prepping for, you know, six months, but now you're here and now you're looking at it on camera and it just doesn't really look great. And so you have to improvise and create stuff uh, with the team because you're not improvising once they say action, you're doing the movements. And uh, right. uh, And then, you know, you, you get it, you nail it, and everyone is just giddy. And it's fun as hell. It is, it is- To dance. Problem solving, it's dance. It's, um, it's really more fun, way, way more fun than I ever. I never thought about, oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> I thought it would be hard intimidating and i don't want to get hurt that was the other thing hey i'm 58 years old i i I don't want to get hurt especially on that fight because that was early in the shooting and it was a big fight and it was close close combat fighting and it was long it's a long fight relatively and uh there's a lot of ways to get hurt so a lot of my training was you know i just don't want to yeah i don't i don't want to get hurt so, Did you get hurt? Did Was there anything that I was just, like... I uh, busted too close up my cl- knuckles. You know, once we were in the bus... Yeah. Before, we train at the gym. And in the gym, they set up... They tape the floor just like in a rehearsal room. And they'll put up cardboard boxes for walls. So if you hit them, you just hit a cardboard box, right? <laughs> right, right, right. But it's very hard to simulate that bus interior. You know, you have a little space to work in and, and the bus has all these bars over the seats and all these places where you, if you, your hand can hit that. And so I, I chopped up my hands, probably four cuts, but outside of that, no, no. And it was freezing. It was, wow. we shot in Winnipeg and it was, we shot all night. So it was, you know, and it was in October, late October. So it was, you know, under, below zero. And nothing, didn't pull a muscle. And I loved it. And I loved it. And I want to do more of that to me. And that's the stuff that, too that reminds me of Jackie Chan's stuff that I love, like Police yeah. Story, uh, is, the, uh, is not the guns so much as the uh, punching and kicking and, you know. Disarming. Yeah, that stuff. I, that's really fun. My it's favorite great. is the, the found object stuff. That's all in the bus where you... You're, you're breaking pieces off of the fucking bus to yes to, yeah to found objects is super fun i love, love that, that and 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 how, i mean okay we can talk about this scene because it was in the trailer i mean i i i guess i'm 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 embargoed right we can't talk about much of the movie but but we can, we talk, can about, talk about the trailer yeah okay so and there's a lot in the trailer the trailer is fucking beautiful i got so Isn't excited that a great when trailer so great so great and the music is great the editing is great I love the editing at the beginning of the movie. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, I do. I do. Um, I think that uh, it's, a, it's a new way of, of telling that story to bring you into it. I, I haven't seen that before. I mean, I thought it was really cool. Well, if, if it's not much of a spoiler because we do know that this is a character who's kind of from the trailer. We know it's a character who's lived the life of a 
of a regular dad for a long time. And, uh, and whatever he had in his past, he has not done any of this violence or acted out on any of his impulses for a long time. So in the opening sequence, which is yeah. masterfully edited, and I'd love to give credit to the person who did that. So let's get his name. He's um, um he's a so his character is is a, is like a jazz guy, and I see that what they did with the opening sequence there is they kind of make it made jazz out of it, um, but like a staccato kind of speeding up, speeding up um of the sounds of the monotony of his of his day in day out, and it speeds up and speeds up and speeds up, and you see how it's just like pressure cooker. Right, um, you're really feeling his being uh worn down and suffocated and just kind of beaten up by the vagaries of life um let's see if we can give the credit to the editor who we had uh two amazing editors um i think i read somewhere that you were in the editing room or you you were no, no? i am a producer on it producer. and i helped with getting the movie going um and I'll, and some of the story points came from me but the movie uh script came from Derek Kolstad so this is basically the John Wick guys right this is all uh yeah it is it, to a great extent it's uh it's the John Wick guys well one of the editors is William yeah but the other editor is the one who made the sequence you're talking about and I'm not sure his name i'm going to try to find it um yes it is the team in many ways that made john wick it's the chunk of that team and that includes the crew of stunt people at 87 11 david leach um and uh, kelly mccormick producers and david directed and uh, i believe co-directed the john wick films and is it in the same universe? I mean, is it living in the you same? You know, I don't think it is. No. I don't think it is. I don't know. You're going to have a lot of people. You'd have to ask Derek. You're going to gonna have a Derek. lot of people begging for a team up. You're going to have a lot of people begging for a team up. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a lot of people going, ooh, I want to see more fucking assassins and more characters and more feds and more, you know, black ops guys in this fucking universe. They're growing. Well, they're building it up. You're going to see it in our universe if we get to keep making it. Listen, fingers crossed that they want more of these. They will. Uh, but I really enjoyed making this film, and I really Good. wanted it to be, at least at the start, I wanted it to feel like someone you might know, a person you might know uh, who lives down the street from you. Yeah. And yeah. so John Wick, to a great extent, I don't feel like he ever feels like a person I would know. <laughs> you might, but you might come head to head with a guy like that you know you're dealing you're, you know what i'm saying you start to well our world blows up you're right our yeah. world and nobody blows up and up and up so you're, because you're fighting that, guys that he would fight you're fighting guys that he well, would fight. by the end so yeah. by so you're right I am. maybe in a future film if that yeah. world continues to blow up then maybe that would that would happen i don't know i, I put I out I put I out fan. I put out fan questions. I said, "Hey, I'm I'm going to be interviewing uh, Bob. Does anyone have any questions for him?" Mm -hmm. That came up a lot, man. Is there going to be? Well, a look. I would listen. Let's leave it to Derek. <laughs> Derek <laughs> Kolstad is an amazing guy. If you could ever get him to chat with you, you would love it, Dan. 
Uh, he is incredibly inventive, sweet. Uh, he knows everything about action film genre, every movie, American, Russian, Korean, Chinese. Hmm. He, he just uh, loves these films and loves to invent worlds. And he's just got such a, he's got a hell of a storyteller's talent and instinct that, that is really unique and special. And he's a joy to talk to. You, you would love him. Uh, but he does like to blow things up bigger and bigger and bigger. So who knows where we'll end up if we get um, to carry on. Listen, hey, anything can happen, buddy. You know. I hope this movie plays for people. My first desire was that I please action genre people and not feel like an interloper who didn't respect the genre. You know, it may not be something I've done with my life until the last five years, but I know for a lot of people, mm -hmm. movies are a place that they, they love to go into this degree of fantasy and they love to pursue and see violence and, and see it acted out and they love to see good and evil fought on this mythic level and so I wanted to please them first that was number one if I can't make them happy I fucked up no you did not fuck up I you didn't fuck up with me man and this is like my one of my favorite genres of movies and you definitely Ah, fuck, man. Well, I, you I know, think... one of the reasons, Dan, is because I didn't do I, I didn't do it ironically. I didn't try to protect myself with jokes, even though there's a lot of funny moments. You're going to laugh. I mean, in that trailer, when my character says, I'm going to fuck you up, mm -hmm. you can't help but laugh because it's so brazen and ballsy. And if I did it right, you suspect that my character isn't really sure if he's going to fuck them up. <laughs> he thinks he will he wants to but maybe he'll get killed uh i and... see that that scene i mean so here's this guy he's rusty you know and he's he's yeah, they don't on... show that in the trailer they don't show that in the trailer but you saw it in the movie right well okay 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 he gets hurt first and and that's Okay, see that. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk that about that. Was the, really important to me. That was so important to to be believable. Before with we all even the different started, playing, all I the said different. In, in my first fight, I get hurt a lot. Oh yeah, and a lot, and not even by the people I'm fighting. Sometimes it's just my me moving. Yeah, you get I, I, we don't want to give too much away. Okay, but there's a lot happens in that in that bus scene. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. It looks like a, it's its own little movie. It looks like yeah. it looks like it's it's definitely um, you know a masterclass in in found object combat. And I think you I think you perform it. I mean, you perform the whole movie excellently. But this is that's the first real fight. That man. meant a lot, Dan. That fight meant everything to me. That was everything because. So Everything good. up till then, I've played a version of that guy, of the dad, of, uh, in the case of Better Call Saul, I play a guy who is very often, um, very often disappointed uh, and frustrated by his circumstances or the way, the way his uh, life is sort of the path of his life. He, he, he spends a lot of time 
trying to find his way out of frustration and, and even a kind of a emotional uh, frailty and hurt. Um, and so that is something I'm very familiar with playing and, and I feel I can deliver it and make it feel real. And, and then this out, you get, you get hit a lot, you get hit a lot and you come back ticking as those characters, but you don't get the hit back. And this time you get the fucking hit back. Yeah. 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 In a great, <laughs> right. In, yeah, in a, it's true. Hey, yeah, listen, he's uh, and I wanted to do that too, by the way, not ironic and also violent. Like he's fucking unhinged. Unhinged. When he cuts, when he cuts loose, forget it. This guy is just, he overdoes it. Yeah. I said, I, and okay, we can talk about this. Cause I thought you said, uh, I thought you were going to say you hurt your, your, your knuckles while you were punching walls and shit. Like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know yeah, what kind of. Yeah, I don't no, know what kind of regimen moving, they had. When you're moving like that in a small space with all yeah. those metal bars, yeah, and there's you know six other guys and everyone's you know jostling for space, you're gonna, you know, that's what that's what ended up happening was I just got a lot of bloody, bloody hands. But they, in the end, it was uh, that's nothing, you know. I mean, those are the, those are the rules of Fight Club, man. That's you don't, yeah, those are the rules of Fight Club. Don't complain about your bloody hands. You know, don't complain. <laughs> Number one rule of Fight Club: don't complain about it. I thought it was don't talk about it. You, if you're gonna talk, say nice things. Say nice things about Fight Club. I want to see the seven. Would you be up for uh, training and doing a movie like that? Um, I, yeah, I'm. I'm ready. I'm actually you ready. Don't need to, to train for two and a half years like I did. I just got started because I knew I had a long way to go, and and I figured, you know, I can't do it all at once. I should just, you know, start as soon as I can. And it took a long time to get the movie made. You know how movies are. I mean, this movie was at another company for a year and a half. And then it went to Universal before it got made. Um, yeah. I, I would uh, love to see you do it. Me? Oh, fuck, I would love to see me do it too. Do you I'm, think a lot of people are going to see this movie and see me do this and go, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing that next. Do you think other actors are going to? Yeah. I mean, I think, well, I mean, he can I don't do know. it. I think that... I mean, sure. I think that I am very excited. You, you paving the way in, in a certain sense, uh, being someone who was known as uh, you know, like, like, I was, like if, if, if someone came to 30, you know, five-year-old you on the Mr. Show yeah. and said, Hey, um, just, you think this is crazy. Just wait in your fifties, you're going to be an action star. <laughs> <laughs> I know way. And in the oh. best shape of your life. Uh, yeah. It's right? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that I would believe because I I wasn't in terrible shape then, but I didn't exercise at all. So I, I would believe that I could be in better shape when I was 50 something. But I wouldn't believe that I'd be get to be in an action movie. And dude, you take you take your shirt off in this. You look you, you look like you look better than I did in my twenties. Uh I'm okay. No, you look fucking great. I didn't want to have a body that that I did. 
Kumail Nanjiani beat me out in the uh, the hot bod competition, <laughs> and and that's perfectly fine with me. I, I just I, I wanted to look like a dad who yeah that guy he kept his he stayed in shape, but he's not like he doesn't look like a superhero at all. No, he looks like a guy yeah. that takes care of himself. You know, that's it. It's jogging. But he also, he yeah. looks, I mean, it looks fucking believable. He looks like a guy who was, uh, you know, an ex. Well, listen, you know, one thing that happens, Dan, is you train with the guys who do the fighting. And all the fighting is based on, you know, some on, on real disciplines. Uh, oftentimes, well, there's boxing, uh, karate, uh, judo, uh, jujitsu. Um, yeah. Kung fu, even. Um, but it's all a little exaggerated, right? So a real, like I had a real boxer train me when I was doing Better Call Saul because we shot two seasons of Better Call Saul in the preparation time of getting this movie to happen. Uh, and so while I was in Albuquerque, I went to Jackson's gym and Clint Jackson trained me Clint Robertson, I got to get his name. Anyway, he's a real uh, MMA fighter and boxer. And so when he saw me do my boxing moves that I learned for the movie, he was like, you're not doing that. You're not boxing right. (laughs) Because they're all exaggerated. You know, like a real boxer doesn't throw his arms really wide. But, you know, and they also keep their hands up. We want to see our faces. All covered. This is, yeah. For film, you want to see everything. So everything's yeah. a little exaggerated, but some of the people that I that I trained with, they train you with real fighting skills. Like the guy who trained me uh, with knives, that was some rough shit. He trains Navy SEALs with Sweet. close-up knife fighting, and it's yeah. it's rough. It's rough. And then the gun, <laughs> the gun training is also. I'm I'm nowhere near like like Keanu and all I I have not put in the time with guns they they still scare you had the right angles man you're so fucking believable with the angles Mm, was I good I hope so I I got trained by Mark Simos who's a Navy SEAL sharpshooter who's also a writer now for the uh SEAL team tv show and he did uh he was a Navy SEAL sharpshooter and he trained me and he was great but boy when it comes to guns, I just have a really long way to go. It's it's not easy for me, and and they are powerful uh, and frightening um, machinery. Yeah, they yeah. really are. And we train with real guns, which is weird because in the movie you got, you know, it's not real; it's caps, you know. Right. So, but they want you to hold it. The weight of it, yeah. They want you to feel. The kick, they want you to, I think they want you to treat it like with a degree of fear and respect. And when you hold real guns and shoot them, you you very quickly, if you're not stupid, you go, fuck me, this this will blow my leg off if I yeah. holster it without uh, taking my finger out of the trigger. I will no longer have a leg starting today. <laughs> so yeah. you really, really handle them right now when you go to make the movie we had a gun tech on set a great guy a canadian uh, officer retired officer and 
you push the limits. It's similar to in bo the boxing moves, everything getting exaggerated. Now you got a gun and you're winging it around. And, you know, it's very hard to be accurate with a pistol. And you have to hold it very carefully and all. And so I do a lot of things in the movie that I think are, it's a joke. I mean, it's a movie. <laughs> right. You don't do that in real life. Shooting Nobody from does. the hip. Yeah. You, yeah. But it's funny. But, but it's believable. It's believable because you believe, like, oh, this guy is just a natural. He's like, he's, he's just he got yeah. some experience. He can shoot from whatever fucking angle he wants, you know? Yeah. Bottom line, I'd rather do the hand to hand fighting. It's just yeah. more, it's just, it's just cooler to watch. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. fun to act, man. Getting punched. Yeah, yeah. Acting and that's hard, pain. too. Yeah. That's hard, too, getting taken hit. I love all that stuff. I love, I, 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 you, you did all your stunts. You did everything, right? I did all my stunts except for when uh, my body flies back. Anytime my body okay. is flying backwards okay. <laughs> through the air. What about, that's okay. not me. Otherwise, it's always me. Okay. Fucking great. I mean, I, if I could, if I was in a situation like that, I would do it too. I would train. I would, I would, I would do all everything. And uh, I, you know, I, 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 I actually did this uh, show, which we've been, this docu-series, which we've been uh, showing clips of throughout called Story of Masters, where I went around, man. I went to uh, like study a little bit with different masters, like Okinawa and wow. Japan and China and mixed martial arts, you know, karate. Wait, what's company. it called? Story of Masters. Uh, I'll send you a bunch it? of stuff. Yeah, check it out. It's a, it's out there, man. I mean, I'll, I I can. Uh, wow. It's like on. Um, just just type in Story of Masters Dan Fogler yeah. and it'll, it'll it'll come up. Whatever links come up. Um, so, uh, I was asked what I was asking about the punching because I met this guy who was like the most dangerous guy in the world. That's his title, from Okinawa, and and these guys, their hands. You know, their whole thing is like, you have to be like um, um, cloth, metal wrapped in cloth. You are metal, we are metal wrapped in cloth. So um, their hands from punching stone over and over and over, which is what it I was reminded of with you mm -hmm. punching shit all the time, punch her through fucking windows. Yeah. That's yeah, how you yeah. got places. You were just like, fuck, yeah. I'm just gonna punch this door down. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, he must have trained with these, you know, martial arts guys who just become these fucking hands. What are they like? What are their hands like? Like just uh... these guys are 80 years old, 90 years old. They're the sweetest old little old guys in the world. But then you look at their hands and they're calloused, knuckled yeah. over down the side of their arm, down to their to their elbow, from just whack, whack, hitting fucking giant slabs of stone over and over again. Um, yeah, that's how they yeah. temper their bodies. They temper them. You know? yeah, I don't think I'd ever do that. Uh, that's wild. <laughs> that's but wild. If I, but I'm like I said, I'm keeping my training up. If I'm lucky enough to do, get to do more, uh, I I would keep up. I would push myself to do uh, more challenging, up close uh, physical combat, more complex yeah. and more challenging. I. I yeah, I know this hasn't come out yet, but um, I people are already asking. Like, what they already want to see more of it. I think, I think, I think you're leaving yourself wide open to be doing a lot more of this stuff if you want to, and and getting more and more skilled. And if if 
that's the path you want to go down, man. You, I don't know if there's a lot. Yeah, of, I don't know. There aren't a lot of actors out there that uh, are able to do everything like you're getting to do here, man. You're you you've. I know what you mean. I mean, look, I'm not, on the I'm not pretending to be uh, a quadruple threat. <laughs> Uh, okay, musical. I know. We haven't, we haven't seen you in it. <laughs> There's a lot of things I can't do. I can't sing, and, and uh, I'm, you know, I can't juggle, and I can't talk about play. the genre. You know what I'm talking about, though. Uh, I know what you comedy, mean. The, the, comedy, comedy, drama of, of opportunities that I've gotten to uh, deliver on and present myself in is pretty wild, and pretty wild. Uh, it's weird. It almost and not a lot of people can pull it off. You know? Well, part of the reason I think I'm lucky, Dan, is you know Mr. Show, but and that was my whole life um, up till that point and, and really represents my sense of who I am and how I see the world <laughs> more than anything. Uh, um, and still is true. Um, but it wasn't that well known. So because of that, I didn't get put in a pigeonhole pigeonhole so i've been weirdly lucky in not being that successful <laughs> you know it, it gives you a freedom to to reinvent yourself in a way that people are i think a little less skeptical of your ability to try something else so um Weirdly, I think one of the hardest things is that Breaking Bad is so huge. And not everyone's seen Better Call Saul. You know, not everyone's seen every, nothing I've done come, comes close to Breaking Bad. I mean, that thing is like a world beater. It's massive. And so in that, if you've only seen me do Saul in that, and there's a lot of people who that's all they've seen. They might go, wait, he's just a comic relief. And how could he be a hero? And, <laughs> but it's, it's, I'm just lucky because I haven't had uh, too much success. It's true. I mean, it's really true. It, it gives me the freedom to, to go be in an action movie and have people go, maybe that, I don't know, maybe he could do it. Let me see. And just that opportunity, the freedom that they'll give me a chance, it means a lot. It means a lot. You're 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 a character actor, man. I mean, in the best sense of the word. I mean, it mean it means the words. It means that you're gonna work forever, and you're gonna well, <laughs> you and you can you give him the chance to be a chameleon. You know, you're giving the I chance. Think to, I think you're right. I mean, isn't that yeah. the I feel like it's the greatest joy of acting is to go be someone else for uh, a couple hours in a day. And, and when a role really challenges you and, and you have to, you know, you have to surrender yourself to the role. You have to stop thinking your thoughts and, and sort of immerse yourself in that other person's world and their fears and desires. And it's a really neat, challenge and trick and you come back from that i come back from that when it's hard feeling like i did something i, I did something cool uh i shapeshifted a little bit and <laughs> and so that that to me is the greatest 
that's the joy of doing this. So I, I almost look for roles that are really kind of hard. Yeah. You know, because um, that's where it's fun. We got about, you got about 15 minutes left. You okay? Okay, that'll do. Cool. Um, I want to see the 70s version of this, of the trailer for Nobody. Like, I, I want to see the narration from uh, oh, uh, yeah. Dean Wormer, you know, from <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hutch Menzel has been pushed to the limit, you know? Like, <laughs> I know what you, you know? mean. Hey, yeah. it's related to those movies. It's very oh, yeah. related to those movies. I yeah, mean, it makes me... When I was a kid. Yeah, Vigilante, Dirty Harry, a guy Death taking wish. the law Death into wish. his own hands. Yeah. 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 I think the unique, unique twist is... For anybody who's paying attention, and I think a lot of people will see, is that he goes out to get vengeance, but the the violence comes from his need for violence more than it comes from uh, achieving some kind of vengeance. I don't want to wreck the story for people. So no, okay, but if it was only that, then he would be a little cuckoo. His family, man. I mean, his yeah, his purpose is yeah. protection. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think he is a little cuckoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be. You have to in, be in order to do what these guys do. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. So Hutch Mansell, <laughs> I love that name. Uh, They're Colstad. Okay, so do you know what Mansell means? I don't know, but Derek, he plants all these little... I looked it up. It means a plot of land sufficient to sustain one family. How fucking brilliant. This guy is amazing. <laughs> Fucking genius. You know, he's he's really a special brain. And and it you gotta get Derek on to talk to I, him. Can you help that? I, I'd love to talk I to can him. try. I can um, try. Um so okay, so Hutch, I played I played a Hutch. Hutch means bright in mind and spirit, but I, I played a Hutch in fanboy, so I'm very fond of that that name. So this this movie reminds me of fucking old boy, Dirty Harry, oh, Un yeah. Unforgiven. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Taxi driver. You know, Unforgiven in that those guys came out of retirement and you felt it. Like you felt like, yeah. no, they, they really have been away from this for a long time. They're not sure they can do it again. Right. They may not, they may, they really might struggle to, to re-engage this part of themselves and i think that's really cool uh, but once the know. once the fucking engine turns over ooh. They and just... what do you think about old boy because i've referenced that because i think that there's an impact my favorite, rage in this favorite character that's one of my favorite similar. yeah absolutely i noticed that right away and the one guy army one man army the one the man he doesn't want to fight he's brought back into it I thought of old the original old boy. I didn't see the the new one, but I love yeah, the fight. I love the fight scenes from that, from old boy the original. 
and I and yeah. I, I I thought of that, man. You on that bus? Me too. Yeah. 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 Um. So the one of my other my one of my favorite comic book heroes is the Punisher. This is the fucking Punisher too, man. I don't know that. Oh. Okay. So let me. So the Punisher, you know, went to uh, went to war, went to Vietnam, mm-hmm. black ops. And comes home and is just like, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. I just want a family. I just want to settle down. He's in Central Park. The mafia comes. He, they're in the middle of some fucking gunfight between the mafia and his family is mowed down. And he is activated again. It's the fucking Punisher. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. If you love the Punisher, you're going to love nobody. Um, so... What about uh, you? What about England? What about life over there during COVID? Give us, give us two minutes on this, Dan. How's okay, life? Fantastic Beast three, um, shooting this movie, um, doing some of the best work of my life, and uh, we're a month away from finishing, and COVID's not stopping us. Um, we've been very lucky. Well, knock on wood again. We've been Is very lucky. Is it because you're in a bubble? Yeah. And they test us, you know, constantly and, uh, you know, everyone's real safe. Everyone wears a mask when you're not acting. It's so weird. It's like, it's, it's less surreal when you're acting because no one's wearing a mask. (laughs) Fucking weird. 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 Yeah. And, um, but that's when it feels like real life. (laughs) Yeah. And how can, and how can I complain? Uh, I'm making the biggest movie of my life, uh, of my career, one of the greatest parts. They gave me a lot to do in this, so I'm doing all the Great. stunts, and I'm and so I'm having a blast, man. Great. And yeah, so. And how's England? Do you like it over there? I do. Are you uh, in London or outside of London? I'm right a little, little outside of London. Um, yeah, I, I like it here. It's like I, I, I grew up in New York, so it's kind of like civilized New York and. And then just being up on on the hill here, watching last year un, unravel, mm-hmm. I felt like I made a good decision, you know, being here. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm usually I, I'm usually in Brooklyn, yeah, and uh, that's where my family is. So I was really happy to have my family with me here, avoiding all the chaos and I don't know, but um, yeah, yeah. And so, do I miss New York? Fuck yeah, man. I, I can't I I, I want to get back in the summer you know you miss you miss the the things you grew yeah. up with um yeah but it's pretty rough right now man you're not missing too yeah. much I mean everybody's just trying to just you know I mean it's I know it's similar over there I know it's very rough right now and they have this seven week lockdown starting now right in London in England yeah but I feel like but, it's but you guys are working so you're we just your, it's no different your thing yeah um well it's yeah it's really cool to see what you're doing and i'm thankful you're able to go through this rough time with it's we're very lucky if we get to work Uh, we're supposed to go back to work on saul in march so we'll see how it goes um but i know that everyone's eager to get back to work um who are your favorite uh who are your favorite action stars? I want to say 
just uh, my, my favorite are, are Bruce Willis and Harrison Ford and, and <laughs> you don't blush, but you, 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 you do something that's very Indiana Jones in this man in the sense that, you know, he, you feel Indy's pain, you know, you have these yes. emotions, you know, right, Decker, right, right. Decker, Decker crawling out of the fucking sewer in uh, Blade Runner. You, you know, he's, he's got bruises. Right. You do that. You do that in this, man. Well, I We've, hope so. We're, we're goal, thank you. And our goal was to make him be a, uh, a, a, a hero, but who is more human than you've seen in a long time, uh, who feels pain, who isn't sure he's going to win the fight, who you're not sure he's going to win the fight, who gets hurt. Uh, so I hope we delivered on that. My favorite, uh, look, I even like Charles Bronson. I mean, yes. I, I, I liked, uh, I'm not sure uh, Clint Eastwood counts, but I love Clint yes. Eastwood. I, I love, uh, I've said Jackie's name a couple times. Um, I, I mean, I like the Bourne films. I, I like Mission Impossible. <laughs> I, my favorite stars of it, though, um, I mean, I got to go with uh, Jackie Chan uh, in the earlier films. He was very human, and that was partly the comedy that he brought yeah. to it. Um, my favorite was Drunken Master. Yeah, Drunken Master's great, so and and he often hurt, hits his head. Yeah, he got a lot. He gets in a lot of accidents. He does and... that stupid stuff too, which I love. Yeah, he yeah he's broken a lot of bones and he's a yeah. tough motherfucker. Oh my god. Those yeah, I don't want to compete with him on that. No, no, no. On that getting hurt. Score. Yeah, yeah. So you want to take some? Uh, we'll we'll close out. We'll take some fan. Uh, fan. Yeah, questions. yeah. Go ahead. Cool. So uh, this is uh, from my Instagram page. This is Adivin Dash X. Does he see himself doing more comedy in the future, or is he going straight Liam Neeson from now on? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up, man. I'm not Good. going straight Liam Neeson or any. <laughs> I, I'm not going straight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good. Good. I, I, the the squiggly line of my career has served me well, and I'll keep it up. Yeah, keep me guessing. Right. Uh, okay, so this is baby. Baby Lost Dad. Uh, this film looks epic as an actor. Does he want to look at getting into a mainstream series of films? Marvel, DC, Harry Potter? If so, uh, which one? Yeah, uh, I would definitely be excited to be a part of something big like you are right now. Um, but I don't have... Uh, I feel like the invent uh, uh, the Incredibles, man. I feel like that's that's that's. Oh yeah, that was nice to be a part of the Incredibles. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I would definitely do it, but I don't have like a chosen one. I I was not a big fan of that Wonder Woman movie, so. Oh, I didn't see it. The most recent one. Yeah. Um. So you know, I'd want to be. It, it's. Those things, they can get away with not being distinctive. And so 
you want to feel like a human touch in the writing. If you feel that, then I'd want to do it. But if it starts to become like this machine that you're a part of, I, I wouldn't like that, I don't think. I mean, you have J.K. Rowling's stories and it's a very uh, human endeavor what you're in, in that big series that you're doing. And that appeals to me. Yeah, if you wanted to be a professor at Ilvermorny, I mean, I can make some calls. But if, oh yeah, I would. <laughs> and uh, I, please. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, you'd be amazing, actually. Um, uh, okay. Oh, this is the last question. I like this question a lot. I don't, you've probably got this question before. Um, this is from, uh, looks like Bath-Mangshow. What the fuck are these names? Okay, I'm sorry. It's a lovely name. Um, if you had to, what would you call Saul for? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, a guy like Saul is not... A great guy to bring into your life. Um, <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> but if you were up against, if you were somebody, desperate. Yeah, if you were up against somebody who is really played fast and loose with the rules and ethics, you you want to you want a guy like a scrapper like Saul who would fight on the same level. So you know. I got sued by the Trump organization. <laughs> That'll do the it. first person I'd call the is Saul. first person is Saul. There you go. Uh, Bob, okay. it's always a pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. You're, hey, you're... listen, Dan, I'm a fan of you. I'm of a fan your, of you. Of your work, of your talent, and your career. Oh, I mean, really. And just keep keep it up man keep making great stuff bringing your great energy to it and uh i hope we get to work together one day uh i i hope i mean listen i i me too i hope we i hope we get to do one of these action movies together It'd be so fucking cool man Would be um cool. everyone check out uh the podcast uh that bob was on we talked about the post we talked about the incredibles too uh he's always a pleasure bob thanks for coming on the panel dude this was great thank you bob
Are we recording? We are, brother.